Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's time for the Rutherford Report on 101 ESPN. Anything you folks want to know about the fascinating world of pro hockey, here we go. To the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line and our friend Jeremy Rutherford, the uh, hockey writer for the Blues for The Athletic, joins us now. JR, good morning. How you doing? Good morning. Doing well. Yeah, I was listening to your interview with uh, Everett and when you talked about him being from Detroit and he might not like you, I thought you were going to tell him we have a punch of a Red Wing fan in the face uh, day here in St. Louis. Believe me, so, I thought uh, about it. Yeah, I thought that's where he was going <laughs> too. <laughs> Me too. I was glad when you went to the <laughs> blown no-hitter. <laughs> well, JR, you have a new piece up at The Athletic about the approach that Doug Armstrong takes in building a roster. And I, I guess we really haven't fleshed it out this much before. It, if you look at Cap Friendly, you look at the, the, the way that Blues dollars are allocated, you know it. But it's interesting to have it there in black and white the way you wrote about it. Yeah, it's something that we've all been talking about for weeks and even months, the balance up front. Uh, you know, there's there's not really – you look around the league and you see superstars, Connor McDavid, uh, Steven Stamkos and such. Uh, the Blues under Doug Armstrong haven't really done that. He believes in the wolf mentality, the wolf pack mentality, uh, where you go out and sign a bunch of really, really good players. But anyway, past couple of days I spent some time crunching the numbers. And if you look at just the Blues forwards, they're third in the league among just forwards – in goals scored this year with 104. Uh, they are second in the league if you add up all their points, 269 points. And, you know, you look at this roster, and uh, they pay their forwards $48.8 million. That's the fifth most in the league. But they're getting balance from everybody. And I think uh, one telling stat in the piece, guys, was you look at uh, all the forwards they've been missing because of COVID or injury – the Blues' record without these individual forwards is, is just phenomenal. Like 3-0 and without Buchnevich, 2-0 and without Tarasenko, 1-0 and without Barbashev. So whenever there's a hole because somebody's out, this Wolfpack mentality is able to absorb it. Well, JR, obviously Army has to do his job by getting enough talent to be able to fill those holes when they arrive. But I also think it's interesting that the the players have that mentality of team first, individual success second. And I wonder if that's something that Army seeks out in a player before they arrive here or if that's something that develops within the players once they get to the organization because you have to get everybody to buy into that, and the Blues certainly have. It's the biggest thing with this. We could talk about all the numbers and points and goals and how much they're being paid and all that, but if you don't have players who come to town and, and are willing to be a part of that, Michelle, like you said, then it's just not going to work. And, you know, I think what's allowed that to happen, you know, sure, players want to come in and have their own personal success and make more money. That, that's certain. But when you come to St. Louis in the past 10 years under Doug Armstrong, you know, with one of the top four winning percentages, points percentages in the league in that time, 
you see how they do it in St. Louis. And so I think you know coming into the situation that this is how it is. I need to contribute, and I'm going to be part of this team. And the one comment that I really liked that he made in the article was he said, look, they made the trade for Buchnevich and, and Saad, and these are two players who they were coming in. They weren't going to be the marquee faces and names you know, up on the, uh, the, the boards on, on the highway, and they weren't going to be players who if they went three or four games without scoring, all of a sudden everybody's talking about them on talk radio. They just came in to be a part of it, and I think that's what some of these other players enjoy too. And, J.R., how much does Craig Berube have to do with that? Because we look back to 2019, obviously, when Alex Steen was asked to take a different role. He did it without question, and that contributed to the Blues' success and ultimately winning a Stanley Cup. But prior to Craig Berube coming in, that was kind of an issue that the Blues dealt with, was a lot of these younger star players not necessarily wanting to do what the the coach asked of them all the time. So how much credit do we need to give Craig Berube for also instilling this team mentality? Yeah, Michelle, a ton. You can go back to the Steen situation, um, but you can look at more recent examples, too. I look at Tyler Bozak. He had a heart-to-heart with Tyler Bozak. Hey, we like got a lot of guys who you know, are probably going to play ahead of you. You're not going to be on the power play, but I need you to be that steady veteran on that fourth line, and he's done that. Look at the Braden Shen comes back from injury last week, and who gets knocked off the power play? Brandon Saad, who leads the team in power play goals with five. So I think that's where that mentality is. He's done a great job. And I, I know that uh, everybody's been talking for weeks and months about uh, Craig Ruby putting players in the right spots whenever he has to put together a lineup, whether it's got Springfield guys or guys coming back from COVID or whatever. He just seems to, uh, he and the coaching staff, have a knack uh, for kind of adjusting to the type of players that they have in the lineup and, and just still trying to uh, play the way that the Blues want to play. Jared, do you think it, there is a method to the madness with the fact, and this isn't assumption, with the fact that, the highest-paid Blues players, Tarasenko and o- O'Reilly, are tied for being the 54th highest-paid players in the league? Yeah, no, I think so. And these are two contracts that, look, when the Tarasenko contract was done, Randy, we thought, wow, this is going to be a bargain deal, you know, in year seven when he's making 7.5 and the rest of the league's making 10 or 11. You know, I think with his production this year coming back from the shoulder, we can say that. Like, what he's doing right now is, is a bargain for 7.5. Ryan O'Reilly's numbers might not be there, but we all know everybody watching the game, he shows up every night and, uh, you know, pulls the team. And, and so his value to the team is worth his 7.5. And then after that, you have Shen at 6.5, and the rest of them, you know, Buchnevich, Saad, you know, 5.8, 4.5, Karan, you know, 4.0. They're all in that $4, $5 million range, and, and that's what allows you – as Doug Armstrong always says, to not have, you know, star players, but just really, really good players at all the positions. It's it's having those guys at those prices. Yeah, it might be the most balanced team in the league. It really is. And I didn't get into uh, the defense. I really wanted to focus on the forwards. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, when you, you stretch this out to the defense as well, I mean, you know, next year when Colton Preco's contract kicks in, you're going to have your top three guys, Falk, Krug, and, and Preco, all at that 6'5 number. And that's kind of what allows you to – you know, sign as many forwards as you can, too, at a reduced rate because you got the the defensemen coming in cheaper, too. So uh, it, it really is. I mean, they're getting their bang for their buck with uh, the players that they have on this roster. JR, always good to hear your voice. It'll be fun to take on Seattle for the first time tonight, and we'll keep reading your great work in The Athletic. Thank you guys very much. Have a good uh, week.